Today's scripture is Matthew chapter 2, verse from 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the territory of Judea during the rule of the king Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked it, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We have seen his star in the east, and we have come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, in, Bethle in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote, You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah. Because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search carefully for the child. When you have found him, report me so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went and looked. The star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him then they opened their treasure chest and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and more. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Hello again. It's good to be with you all in your homes as we celebrate the new year. I'm here in my home with my Christmas tree, contemplating what 2023 will bring as well. As I said before, not only is today the day when we celebrate the new year, we also celebrate Epiphany. The church season after Christmas when we honor the revelation and the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles to ordinary people like us. And we celebrate this in the representation of the story of the Magi. What I love about the story of the Magi is that they were kind of really weird dudes, you know? Some of the most peculiar people in the entirety of the Bible. There is this common misconception that we probably get from that Christmas Carol by John Henry Hopkins Jr. from 1857, where about these three kings, three kings from the Orient, from the Far East. But it is most likely more legend than fact. But there are no names given for the Magi in the Gospels, and really no numbers. There could have been two, there could have been three, there could have been ten. Who knows if they were all men, and especially not kings. More likely than not, as Lutheran pastor Nadia Bowles-Weber wrote in 2014, they were opportunistic, pagan, soothsaying, tarot card-reading astrologers. 
As I said before, they were kind of weird dudes, not in a bad way, just in a happy-to-do-their-own-thing kind of way. Somehow that makes their story more relatable to an ordinary kind of weird dude like myself. I don't know about you. And one day, they, they see a star. And they interpret this to, be a, to mean that a king is to be born or has been born somewhere soon. And so they come to this king, Herod, the current ruler of a land, and they ask about this other king and where they might find him so they can honor him. I've always thought this was kind of bold, asking a current king where another king is in your land. That's like going to the president of the United States and, and saying, so I know you're the president, but I've heard there's some other president around here and I want to talk to him and honor him. But Herod doesn't take it too offensively and treats it rather as an opportunity to find the traitor and stick it to him. He fibs a, a little, and he, he tells the Magi to go and search carefully for the child. When you found him, report to me so that I, too, may go honor him. He doesn't really want to honor him, does he? We later learn that he wants to kill him, as he does with all the infants in the land eventually. But the Magi leave with this request, and they proceed on their way, and they eventually find the stop where the star rests over the Savior, Jesus. Scripture says when they found Jesus, they were filled with joy. They fell on their knees, and they honored him. They produced these expensive gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, the best that they had to give to this child. Their lives were completely shaken up in the best possible way. They couldn't even stand before the Holy Family. They wanted to give the Christ child everything. Do you remember what it was like when you first encountered Jesus, the Christ child? Do you remember what that felt like? How wonderful, how awe-inspiring it was, how hope filled. That's the sensation we celebrate every year at Christmas, right? And today we honor the Magi seeing that, and that the whole world gets to experience this beautiful hope, this glorious hope. Then the scripture says that the Magi, having experienced this, and being warned in a dream, they chose a different route home. It's this small little phrase that ends the gospel reading for today. They choose another route back home. Often, this line is overlooked by many preachers, but I think it's important to us today. For many people, Christmas is a reset. We once again find hope in the world, renewed faith, incredible joy, and pervasive peace. We experience love in community with our families at church. We are high on life and light and all the decorations and all the celebrations, not to mention the delicious food. And then, and then the trees begin to be put away. 
and the ornaments begin to be packed up. And everything begins to go back to the way it was before. Go back to the work in the same old way with the same old attitude. Return to our regular routines, our regular life. Why is that? This is not what the Magi do, is it? They experienced the Chai's child and they could have gone back to Herod and they, they could have sent, Herod could have sent his men right out right away and it, it could have been an entirely different story. The light could have been snuffed out right then and there. But having experienced Jesus, having experienced the divine in such a unique way, they chose a different path. And I like to think because they didn't immediately go back to Herod, it gave baby Jesus and his family time to escape to Egypt. You know, when a loved one or friend or family member doesn't come home at the exact time that you expect, especially here in Atlanta, you, you kind of assume that they've gotten stuck in traffic. They're on 285 somewhere. They'll be home soon. And then more time passes and you're like, they probably got caught up with something at work. They'll be home eventually. And it takes some time before you send out the search party, right? Think about those days when it was horses and camels. It probably took Herod a little time before he realized that the Magi were not really coming back. And this allowed the Holy Family time to flee. The Magi, they embodied the hope that they had just experienced by refusing to bow down to this king and power. And by doing so, they kept the light of God alive. They chose a different path. They followed the star, found a savior, left changed and headed home by a different route. They kept the hope, faith, joy, peace, and love flowing. Have you seen stars? Have you found a savior? Will you go home by the same route or will you choose a different path? Being hope, embodying hope in the world means not going back to the way things have always been done. 2023 can be different than 2022. I promise we have a choice. I remember growing up one Christmas, we went out to my grandparents' house in western Kansas. My grandparents, they live in the middle of nowhere, Road A, Kendall, Kansas, right on the time zone line between Mountain and Central. They're 30 minutes from the nearest post office, an hour from the nearest Walmart. And the quickest way out to their house is down this long, straight, narrow, dirt road that is seemingly never ending. There are other ways to get there, but this road goes north of all the towns and bypasses the street lights and the stop signs and you can get to grandma's house lickety split. We took this road and we made it out to Christmas that year and then it snowed. Well, snowing is kind of an understatement. It was more like a blizzard. Everyone wants snow on Christmas, right? But they want that kind of light dusting, or at least that's me. 
but it snowed for like four days straight and there were no trees out there. So the wind just blew and the snow drifted. There were places where you could walk on the ground and there was other places I could hop from one post to another on snow. But in January, we kind of needed to get back to our home and our lives. It was great to see the grandparents and all, but we needed to leave. But the way we came in, well, we had, we had heard stories of a couple neighbors. Some farmer neighbors with farming four-wheel drive pickups and stuff getting stuck. And we knew our minivan, our rented minivan, couldn't make it out there. So we needed to find a different path. We had found this joy and this life in Christmas, and, and, and maybe we needed to find a different route home. One with pavement, with asphalt. We checked the maps, and we took it slow. We got a tractor to guide us, and we eventually made it home on the pavement through the town by a different route. Being hope in the world means looking and listening, asking questions, talking to those reliable neighbors, staying curious, and being open to new paths in life. This is the beauty of epiphany that we celebrate today. The Magi found a savior, a new way to keep the hope to be the hope in the world, and we can do the same. Don't go back to the same old, same old. Create new practices for possibility this year. This is my challenge for you. 2023 at Atlanta First is going to be the year we themed Growing with God. And I want to invite you on this special journey with us. We'll be focusing intentionally on ways that we can be in relationship, deeper relationship with the divine. We'll be focusing intentionally on small groups, on our prayer practices and our time with God's word, listening to the stories of people who have encountered God as well and been changed, been transformed for the better. If you are not part of a small group and want to be a part of a small group, let's get you connected. Grow groups provide accountability and companionship for our journey. There are grow groups that meet at almost every time during the week on Sundays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, morning, noon, and night. They're for the young and the old alike. Let's find one that works for you and your schedule and let's grow together. Our sermon series in January and February is going to be weak and strong. We are going to focus on the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that, that Jesus instructed his disciples to pray, that we often recite in worship, but sometimes don't think about. Well, we're going to see how this can be a powerful source of fortitude in the midst of fear. What prayer can do for the life of faith. And lastly, we're challenging everyone to read the Bible in a year. Sounds daunting, right? But remember, you have 365 days and this is just one book. And we've created a nifty plan and bookmarks to make it easy to follow along. I recommend finding a specific time that you would like to do this challenge with us. 
I like reading my Bible right when I wake up. So I start my day with God usually makes it go a little smoother. And she was a reliable translation in common English language, like the Common English Bible or the New Revised Standard Version, the updated edition. And I say reading, but the YouVersion Bible app, for example, also has audio recordings of the New International Version and the message transliterations of the Bible. However you want to do it, just try your best. We're going to go from beginning to end, from Genesis to Revelation together. That's the goal. You know the hope. We've celebrated all Christmas. You are also the hope. You can be the hope. Together, let's go a different way in 2023. Let's keep this hope alive and moving forward. That's the message of the Magi and the beauty of Epiphany. Let's find the pavement. Let's avoid the power-hungry kings and principalities, and let's grow with God together, keeping the light alive in the world for another year. This is our prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.